Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 595, recorded live on Cinco de Mayo, May 5th, 2019. And here are your hosts, man who's up early for me, Dave Pillay. Hey! And the man who's on a bit of a time crunch today, Andy Lowe. Hi. What do you got going on? I gotta get to the tire store, because I gots me a flat. No. Uh, yeah, it's it's a bad flat, too. Um, I was driving over to help out, uh, help cleaning up some stuff from my grandma's house over there, and I ran over a piece of wood on the highway. Oh. Yeah. Why? I, I, I'd ask why there was a piece of wood on the highway, but I, I expect you don't have an answer to that. Uh, from what I gather, there was a truck parked farther down the road on the shoulder. My guess is it fell off of that truck, pickup truck. Okay. And I just didn't, you know, didn't, I I tried to avoid it, but I, I caught the front right tire and then I get in over to, uh, Celine and my brother comes in and he's like, Hey, you're a, you got a flat tire. And in my head, I'm just sitting there thinking it's probably the front right one, isn't it? And he's like, yeah, it's the front right one. And I'm like, yep. Was I you despair? I assume uh, the spare I have is one of those 50 miles, 50 mile per hour spares. Oh, and you were on the other side of the state. Mm-hmm. That is more than a 50 mile drive. Yes. So I pumped the tire all the way back up again and then I <laughs> let it sit for a half hour and I lost about six PSI. Yep. So I just, uh, basically said, I'm going to start heading back now. So I filled the tire up, and then every 20, 30 minutes I just stopped because I have the, the air compressor in my car. Yeah. I just stopped at the, you know the rest stop or the gas station or something and just pumped my tire back up again to full, drove for another 20, 30 minutes while it slowly leaked air, and then... Did you, you, know, did you try, like, fix-a-flat? No. Fix-a-flat is literally an emergency use-only sort of thing because it literally basically gums up the entire inside of your car or inside of your tire. Yeah, but you're getting rid of the tire anyway. Well, I don't know because it doesn't look like it's sidewall damage. It looks like it's somewhere on the tread. Oh, so you think they'll fix it? Yes. And then they, okay, I see. They should, in theory, be able to fix it. If not, then we'll have to deal with some other stuff. But in theory, they should be able to fix it. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you're safe and, yeah. and like, nothing terrible happened. It's just a inconvenient flat. Mm-hmm. Man, me and tires have not had good luck with them. You're talking about the CCST? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the it. other time I was driving my uh, parents' uh, Dodge convertible they had for a little bit. Had a flat tire. I'm like, okay, it's no problem. And I open up the trunk. There's no jack in the trunk. <laughs> And there's no they, lug they wrench. Removed it. I don't think anybody ever checked to see if it was there because they bought the car used. Oh, no. So, you know. Oops. Who would have thought to check under, you know, the, the panel under the, the the carpet in the trunk to see if there's a jack yeah. down there? When When the Prius was totaled and I had it at the body shop and they're like, you know, go and make sure you've got all your stuff out of there. I was so tempted. I didn't. I probably should have. I was really tempted to grab the spare and the jack. Why not? When I, when I had the, uh, I should have done that with the Explorer too. Yep. I didn't like, think about is that, that. Is it is it still yours at that point? 
Did you sign the title yet over to somebody else yet? No, but there's some weird laws in Wisconsin with totaled cars. Ah, I'm not sure. I, in theory, the because um, I took the radio out of the Explorer when it was totaled, which in theory I was not supposed to be able to do, according to the towing company. Mm-hmm. But like I, as as I've known, the towing company towing companies are a bit in a gray area. They somehow um, got themselves to be federally regulated, and then were somehow able to disband that federally regulated authority. What? Yeah, I'm not sure so if this like- is still the case or not. But they somehow were able to lobby Congress to write a law saying that okay, you know, states cannot write their own laws on this thing. This will be a federally mandated, you know, law to regulate the towing industry. And then somehow the towing industry, supposedly, I'll have to look this up, but supposedly the towing industry was able to get that federally regulatory agency disbanded. So the law still states that, you know, states cannot write their own laws and cannot regulate the towing company because it is a federal something something. But the federal something something doesn't exist anymore. Yes. That's genius. I, like I said, I'll have to do some digging on that one, so don't take that one to heart, but that, I swear I read that at some point somewhere. Well, that, that, believe it or not, would be a perfect segue into one of our topics. How? It's a really short banter section, but uh, because it means How? we should be careful. Facebook. Andy, refresh your page. Oh, topics. <laughs> <laughs> I added some. I see that. I actually do contribute to this show, you know. <laughs> Outside of your 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 um, dulcet baritone voice, my my commentary. Oh, thank you, baritone. I was I was going for like. I think you're um, a baritone. Maybe? Are you? I might be. You're, well, you were the choir guy. Yeah. So when when I was in choir from sixth grade to eleventh grade, I was a tenor. But and that then, was... like halfway through my senior year, Norma Freeman is like, "You're going to move to bass." I'm like, but I don't, I don't want to sing bass. I, I like the tenor parts; they're more fun. <laughs> She's like, you're singing bass now. I'm like, shit. Yeah. Uh, Facebook has been in a little bit of trouble with with privacy issues. Uh, a li- right? That's the understatement of the day. Yeah. Well, is it? I don't. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to be the understatement. Of, it's a little early to call the understatement of the day. But they they're in some trouble, right? Like they're getting investigated by the FTC. Uh, there was the whole Cambridge Analytica stuff. There's the fact that, like, oops, we released a bunch of phone numbers. Oops, like, all these things. Oh, third-party apps have access to everything. Um, Facebook has made a statement to the, the federal government basically saying, look, if you stop these investigations, because, like, we know we messed up, please stop the investigations, uh, regulate us. Like, seriously, come in and regulate the industry. Is that going to happen? I don't know. Do you trust the federal government to regulate privacy? Depends on... I hate to say it depends on who's in charge. Yeah. It's just like the Consumer Financial Protection, the CFPA... PB. PB, Certified yeah. Protection Bureau. Bureau, okay. I didn't, know, didn't remember if it was protect, it was Bureau or it was agency, but yeah, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, under Democratic control, seemed to be actually doing things. And then the Republicans come in charge and literally... They just stop. 
yeah, they just stop. So it's, it's, yep. I don't, I don't know. Neither do I. The company told the U.S. government it's open to greater oversight of its data collection practices in exchange for ending a federal probe into a series of privacy flops that surfaced last year. Right? So it's like, hey, come in and regulate us as long as you stop this other thing first. Yeah. I also love the fact that, you know, Facebook is looking at a billion plus dollar fine and Facebook's like, yeah, okay. When you're, when you're able to shrug off a multi-billion dollar fine, something seems wrong. You have a lot of money. Yeah. Facebook has a lot of money. I wonder, is there an estimated... Come on. Estimated Facebook cash reserve. They are a publicly traded company. You should be able to get that information. You know, that should be public information, right? Uh... April 25th, Facebook had $44 billion in cash and equivalents. That was a year ago. Facebook cash reserves 2019. Facebook has $45 billion in cash. Keep in mind, cash doesn't actually mean cash, Mm -hmm. because it's cash and equivalents, but $45 billion. In actual cash and cash equivalents, I'm looking at the uh, stock analysis from them from <laughs> December 31st. Says actual cash, cash, yeah, is uh, 10 billion or yeah, 10 billion, 10 billion dollars of cash. Yes, just kind of sitting around. Yes, majority of their 48. This one says 48 billion of assets are marketable securities. Is 31 billion. <laughs> But actual, like, cash and cash equivalents is $10 billion. Jeez. What is the... There's got to be a list of GDP, right? Yeah. Uh, world GDP. I'm just curious where the heck 10, you know... $10 billion lists? Yeah. Lives? Yeah, $10 billion. Uh, Well, it's, far, it's down the list farther than I expected. Countries by GDP. I mean, a lot of the, the biggest GDPs are in the, like, trillions. Yeah. Right? Yes. Uh, looks like the entire country of Mongolia is at. But you're also comparing how much cash they have on hand to how much value the country produces in a year. Yes. Which are two fairly different measurements. Yes, but you could buy Mongolia for a year. Yes and no. Kinda. I know I'm I'm doing like apples and oranges, but it's just it's fun to just randomly see. Hey, yeah, it's just oh my god, it's terrifying. Yeah, Facebook has so much. as much ga- as much money on hand as the country of Mongolia makes in a year. Yeah, so that's that's there's the segue, the nice awesome segue, because like if Facebook is saying, "Hey, come regulate us," whoa, wait a minute, hmm. Who's gonna, who's watching the watchers? Yeah. Well, there's also that. Mm-hmm. Uh speaking yeah, the... of a lot of money. Oh, okay. Endgame. Yes. First off. Yes. We should try not to spoil things? Question mark? How how can you spoil America's ass? Andy? Yeah. Are we going to do spoilers or no? I I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm not gonna say anything unless you ask me. Okay. I mean, I've seen it. I have. I'm also not worried seen about it. you spoiling it for me. I'm no. worried about us spoiling it for other people. And and when do we want to talk about it? And do we want to nerd up and like really talk about it? I'm not sure. 
because I thought it was fantastic. I was in tears at yes. multiple points from different emotions. Yes. I also, like I, I, I posted on Facebook, I laughed so much that I cried. I cried so much that I cried. I yep. you know, I gasped in, you know, shock. Yep. I saw some foreshadowing coming and I'm just like, oh no. It was it was kind of like a cringing of knowing what might happen next. I cheered. I want, I want to know what what made you cringe as a foreshadow. And they were divvying up the teams to figure out who's oh, going for okay. what. Yeah. Nope. 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 Stop. I know. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, I it, there were so many callback to other comics references and other movie references. I'm just sitting there going like, oh, I get that one. I get that one too. I get that one as well. Now, here's here's my question to you. What were your thoughts on the movies? I'm calling it the Me Too movement spot. I thought it was cute. I thought it was forced. Yes, I thought it I was like, oh, of course you guys did that. And I don't know what that says about me. I, I like... And by cute, I don't mean like, oh, that's cute. I I mean like, like, oh, that's really cool. Like, that's good. That's great. But then I also felt like, wait, that just, it felt really forced. Yeah, I felt like somebody, and some executive came in there and says, it, okay, we need to do something about, you know. It didn't feel genuine. It felt like it was in there just because somebody said, hey, we need to have this moment in the movie. And, and I don't know how that makes, like, I... I know this. This I had been debating this for. Am I feeling days. that because of what it was, and because of what society is, or am I feeling that because like that's what it really was, or I I don't know. It just didn't. It didn't feel natural. Am I a? Am I a? You know, it's one of those things where it's like you know, if they hadn't done it, would I have missed it? I don't know. What does Kate think of it? Kate called it pandering. Okay. That is, that is true, yes. <laughs> we are two white males discussing this, and I feel like that is right. not the... I, and that's that's kind of like a weird thing of like, am I even qualified to, to... I don't know. Now, the other question is, are you going to go watch it again in the theaters? I haven't decided. Maybe. I, there, there's other movies out or coming out that I kind of want to see in the near future, like Detective Pikachu. I don't even know what the hell the move next. So what? I think the next one, I'm Spider-Man's coming out right around my birthday. Yep. Beyond that, I'm like, what are the other big movie releases this year? Detective Pikachu. Star Wars. Star Wars is coming out on Christmas, yeah. Oh, Detective Pikachu's like coming out like now yeah like next week john wick chapter three i still have to watch chapter two um aladdin's There's coming the out aladdin lion king uh fast and the furious whatever thing oh the um the the spinoff effectively the spinoff yeah um the phoenix movie X-Men Dark Phoenix is in June. Wait, they're doing what now? They're doing a Phoenix-based X-Men movie. Again? Yes. Can I just say, what Marvel has done with Endgame, and this this is going to be as spoiler-free as I can make it, there are so many other franchises that could have done this had they, like, really worked at it. I've I've been seeing things all over the place of like, oh man, there is no way that like anything else will ever compare to 
Endgame just because it's like 11 years in the making, it's 18 movies, and like, there are so many other franchises that could have done this. Not the least of which, X-Men. X-Men could have absolutely done this. Fox had the ability, they had the money, they had all of the stuff there. So what happened? They fucked up. How? Several times. Well, first off, they rebooted. (laughs) Second off, the reason they had to reboot... They rushed it. Marvel took their time. Yeah, I I think, yeah, the... Well, DC also, I feel like, was trying to rush it because they saw what Marvel was doing. They're like, oh, we can can jump on this bandwagon. I'm sorry, how many movies were there before Justice League? (sighs) Like three, four. There was the Batman movie. Yep. There was the Wonder Woman movie. Yep. And there was Batman v Superman, right? There was the Superman movie. There was the Superman movie. And yeah. Yeah, it was not a lot. Batman v Superman was supposed to be like the Avengers 1. And that was their second movie. Mm -hmm. Like You you just can't do that. They're doing an Adam's Family movie? Oh, it's animated. Oh, Interesting. So, and, like, other... I, I'm just kind of... What what triggered me is the concept that they're doing another Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix should have been, like, the 12th movie. It should not be, like, the third. Yeah, no, it, this, this thing just kept... <clears throat> it, man, it just kept building and building... And it, that that was the that was the main thing with the Avengers. Why the Avengers worked out so well? It was we were literally you know they spent the time and the effort to you know keep you know keep poking at it through multiple movies. You know, hey Avengers, hey Avengers, you know Thor, hey Avengers, you know Hulk, hey Avengers. Yep. And now after you know, freaking eleven years and twenty plus movies. But they also let the movies have their own flavors. Yeah. And they so even, they... you know, they even kind of let some of the, the, the flavors change. Because Thor, Thor, I feel like, was the, the retribution storyline of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because you had Thor was okay. Thor Dark World was... Mm, not great. Not great. And then all of a sudden, you know, Ragnarok comes out and you're like, hey, Thor... How about yep. that? And and I mean that's been known, right? The idea yeah. that Ragnarok was really the the comeback, but even in the early ones it was clear that there were different types of movies for Marvel. There was the heist with Ant-Man. Mhm. There was Captain uh, America the, and the Spy Thriller in Winter Soldier yep. and a little bit of that in Civil War, you know, cuz the the you're trying to, you know, all right, what is Baron doing? It's like, you know, hmm, what is he, you know, it's not it's not the big, you know, epic space battles that Guardians of the Galaxy had. Yep. I'm I'm just I hope really hope that Marvel will treat X-Men better than Fox did. And the fact that Dark Phoenix is coming out, like... But that that was set in motion before. Yeah. You've already... Somebody has already spent the money on the film. It's not like Marvel's going to go, you know what, we don't want that. Mm-hmm. Somebody's already spent the money, you know? How, mu- how much is it going to make? I don't know. I'd, I'd almost... <laughs> I'd almost not release it. And just say, like, nope, it, that's not going to happen. Yeah, production company, 20th Century, Fox, Bat Hat, Harry. This was all done before, you know, before the, the Marvel And it will Fox. be done again. Are you interested in seeing Tolkien or no? I don't know. His his estate 
was very against the making of it. I don't know if you were familiar with that or cared about that. No, but it influences your decision. I I don't. I don't know if I would go see it in the theater. It'd be one of those things. Like maybe you know, if I'm on a long flight. Yeah. Oh, that seems maybe. interesting. There's a movie mm. about Ford versus Ferrari in the 1966 Le Mans. That's an actual. That's an actual int- good, interesting story. Because Ford actually wanted to buy Ferrari, and Ferrari himself literally like saw the contract, saw the stuff about the racing, and literally like you know crossed the line out of the contract and said, you know, nope, not going to do it. So wow. Ford said, okay, we'll just go and beat you at your own game. And then the Ford GT came out and wiped the floor with Ferrari, and it was oh so many good storylines in that whole era. <laughs> uh, where were we? Ah, uh, We started and talking money. about Endgame and then Dark Phoenix, and Endgame made a lot of money, and and is still making a lot of money. It is only the second weekend, and it has crossed the two billion dollar line. Oh, and and the one other thing is a lot of places are saying like they will never do this well again. This is it. This is like the once in a lifetime movie event. And my response to that is, I don't think so. I, I think that Marvel can do it again. Really? Because are you looking at the future slate? Yep. Andy, if you looked at it 11 years ago, did you think they'd be able to pull this off? I don't know. No one even thought about it, right? Let's look at fate. Marvel they, they movies. They were like, phase oh man, four. they'll do an Avengers movie. That'll be so cool. They're in phase four now, right? Yes. yes. That, Have well, they said how many phases there are going to be? No. So technically, do we know what phase eight could look like? No, but I'm could still phase. Go ahead. I'm just saying, like right now, their current slate. They okay. So we all knew that this was coming up because we all saw the big, you know, <laughs> sign of all the movies coming out, and they yep. had, you know, uh, this back when it was Avengers one and Avengers two. Yep. Back then, they had that thing, and Avengers 2 was kind of at the end of yep. that they, they had Phase 2 planned out. They had Phase 2 and Phase 3 on a big screen, and they now we've reached the end of it. Technically, uh, Spider-Man is still technically Phase 3. Okay. According to, you know, Kevin. Um, so, that's, you know, that's the end of Phase 3. In Phase 4, you've got Black Widow, which I'm curious mm-hmm. now how they're going to do that. Spoilers. I'm just curious. I'm curious to see what type because they don't have they don't have listed. What is it going to be a spy thriller? Well, you know what's going on. Okay. They they all they all they've said is that they're going to do a Black Widow movie, and I'm curious yep. to see how they do it. Okay. They, they said they're going to do an Internals movie, but nothing beyond that. Yeah. They said they're going to do Shang Chi, but nothing beyond that. Uh, they said they're going to do a sequel to Black Panther and Doctor Strange, but there's nothing, you know, beyond that. And then we know Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is going to come out. You know, and James once... Gunn is back on it. Yes, so we're going to have to wait for Suicide Squad to finish up first. And then we're going to get Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of question marks. And... You know, where do we go from? Where do we go from here? It's like, okay, you know, it's 10 years. We finally built up this thing and ta-da. And where do we go from here? I see a couple of sequels, but I don't see the the underlying thread yet, which, you know, maybe Spider-Man will actually put out the underlying thread for the next couple of movies. But I don't know. I'm, I'm skeptical. I'm, I'm, I, I want to be wrong, but I'm skeptical right now. 
because I'm I'm looking at these things and like yes I you know I I knew about Black Panther I knew about Doctor Strange I knew about Black Widow but the Eternals the hell mm-hmm. are the Eternals I thought those were the Inhumans is that something different That's something different Okay Um I mean there there are other heroes that they're adding in but like Iron Man was not a really popular hero before the first movie I have heard I had heard of him before this though Yes, but he was, I mean, he was the leader of the Avengers, or a leader of the Avengers, but, like, he wasn't super popular. And now, now they have the Fantastic Four property, now they have the the X-Men property, like, they can start doing some cool shit. Maybe is this why that they haven't really talked about Phase 4 in detail yet? Because they're actually trying to figure out how to work the other properties into it? I think so. And I think that in another decade, we're going to be looking at another massive, massive event. What, the Secret Wars? It could be Secret Wars. It could be Secret Invasion. It could... I don't know. I mean, it doesn't need to be a a big comic story. It could be whatever they want to do. I do enjoy someone called it the most expensive television commercial ever. (laughs) Or not commercial, television show. And that, like, at this point, if you're missing one of them, it's like missing an episode. Oh, yeah. So how the hell is this going to affect Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Or is, is the TV aspect of Marvel Cinematic Universe completely disconnected now from the movies? I don't know. Because that was the thing. There was like, oh, yeah, no, this will be all part of the one big thing. The TV shows, the movies, everything will be together. And after that was stated, it it has Kind of fell off. Yeah, kind of fell off the radar. Yeah. Which which I kind of felt bad for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because they had a whole storyline of things going on there. And all of a sudden, you know, I, I bet you the guys from <laughs> Winter Soldier came down to the TV guys and said, hey, just want to let you know. Um, <laughs> we're we're, we're kind of messing with you guys. Your you're, uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. You. here that your agents of is no longer going to exist once our movie comes out. Have fun. <laughs> Like, well, shit, what are we going to do? <laughs> that's that's probably what it was. It was the fact that, you know, these TV programs need a can can do things on the fly, but they're still, you know, the, the, the movie production is years in the making. TV shows are shorter, so it's it's the interconnection between them is not two different timelines. Yeah. Right. Uh, other topics. Yes. We have Besides other Infinity topics. War. What do we got? I don't know. I'm speaking of 10 years in the making, World of Goo just got an update. What? Yep. When did that game come out? World of Goo, I think, came out in... 10 years ago? 10 years ago. it came out 10 years ago. I have it. It's a good game. I know. And it got updated. And the first thing they said is, to be super clear, there are no new levels, no new characters, no new Battle Royale deathmatch mode. This is just a gentle remastering we did for fun. I really like studios that have a little fun with their release notes. Mm-hmm. But so they did, what, it's just a graphic update? Yeah, just a graphic update to make it look better. Because they said, you know, everybody's got these high-def monitors now, and this game did not scale up well mm. to the higher resolutions. So we fixed that. Well, that's nice of them. And they did it just for free? Yeah. They didn't, like, re-release it. They remastered. Yep. Huh. So if you got the that's game a, correct. That's a pretty significant investment. Yep. Like, of time and resources. Yep. Because it looks like they replaced the underlying engine, or at least the underlying graphics engine. 
I don't even remember where the heck I originally bought the game. Was it through? Oh, I think I bought it through Steam. So I'd have to see if Steam would update it. I think I bought it through Humble Bundle and got it on Steam. Let's see, World of Goo. Yep, there it is. According to Steam, I've played it for a minute. <laughs> huh. I think I also bought it on, like, the phone? Yeah. Maybe? Question mark? I don't know. But they updated it. So if you you feel like playing World of Goo again, I'm trying to even remember where I uh, stopped playing it. I definitely need to, like... I didn't get very far in it, yeah. which is amusing because it's a game about, like, structural engineering, and I'm pretty okay at that. But it was just... It's so... It's so... It's calming, right? Mm-hmm. It's a good game. Um... Well, good for them. No more encrypted assets or save files. Oh, they've made it easier to mod. Um, cool. A lot of config variables available. Neat. Oh, they've also... This is the same group that made 7 billion humans and human resource machine. Hmm. So, like, they're still a, a company. They're still making things. They just decided, you know, well, uh, just for fun, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, Human Resource Machine is a, a programming puzzle game. Do I have that game? Do I have Humi Pop? Do I wait? Who, who has Humi Pop? Is that me? I do not have Human Resource Machine. Oh dear! Someone made a Sudoku solver in Factorio. By the way, you people in your logic engines. The the comment the first comment was I don't think we're playing the same game. Yeah. And then the next response was from the guy who made Pac-Man in Factorio, and he says, looks like the same game to me. I'm like, you jerks. <laughs> well, speaking of um, games, the uh, World Video Game Hall of Fame put in its next class in this year. Ooh, who got added? Um, Super Mario Kart, <clears throat> uh, Mortal Kombat, Colossal mm-hmm. Cave Adventure, which is the one that I haven't heard of. Oh, text adventure game between 1975 and 1977. And Solitaire. Yep, Microsoft Solitaire. Do you know the purpose of Microsoft Solitaire and why it was bundled with Windows? No, but I, I have a feeling it's going to be a funny story. It was added to Windows for one purpose, to teach people how to use the mouse. That would make sense. It was there for people to practice with I mean it was there as a game but the the like reason why they added it and the reason why they put it in is they wanted a program that people could practice using the mouse think about what you have to do in solitaire you have to click on things you have to click and drag you can double click it's a mouse training game oh my gosh it was there to teach people how to use the mouse. What the hell? I opened up Microsoft Solitaire, and I've got the Microsoft Solitaire collection. Okay. This is... What the hell is this? I don't know. What is it? I, I don't know. I can... Uh, classic Solitaire, Spider Solitaire, Free Cell, Pyramid, Tri-Peaks, Daily Challenges. I, have to, I could sign in under my Xbox login. I can earn you Xbox Live... Games a- login. Yeah. Or whatever it is, I can earn. I can earn achievement points <laughs> <laughs> from solitaire. From solitaire, I can subscribe to premium. What the hell is all this? Do I not just I, have just? I don't know solitaire anymore. I, perhaps not. Perhaps you have sort of solitaire. No, I don't care about the web results. I want to know if I actually have free sale collection free install app. No, I have solitaire. 
S-O-L-I-T-A-I-R-E. Yeah, no, I've got the Microsoft Solitaire Collection app. Ah, ah. noises. I'm just going to turn that off. <laughs> um, I think I'm... All the options. Yeah, flip. Are you I'm playing totally so- not playing... No, no, I'm totally not. <laughs> How... How could you even suggest such a thing, Andy? That would be irresponsible. So um, when I heard this announcement on CBS, because uh, we carry CBS News at, at work for the, mm-hmm. their radio things there, he called Mortal Kombat a shoot 'em up and I'm just like, oh! Oh! Not no no nope. not quite. That's nope. not no nope, no. Nope, that's not what it is. No, it's not what it is at all. He called. Why did he call it a shoot 'em up? I don't know. I heard that's that on the, right. the news report, and I'm like, oh. Check your sources. I mean, did you even? You could have just literally Googled Mortal Kombat and looked at the Wikipedia page. Mortal Kombat genre fighting. Yep. Literally the the. The, one of the first things on the page. One of the first things on the page is that it's a fighting game. It's like, come on, people. Really? Yes, really. So yes, the uh, solitaire was added to the, uh, which makes sense. The amount, it's like, you know, it's like Tetris. It's one of those things where it's not a, you know, it's a game that everybody I, knows. I, I met someone who had never played Tetris. Now that you say that, I actually, one of my coworkers, we, so to, to step back. How old is context. how how old is your coworker? Same age as we are. Really? Yes. To step back and give a little bit of context, our we are currently in the middle of our um one of our our like two annual conferences, like right in the middle of it. Okay. And the theme this year is retro video games. And so for the the skits for one of the presentations, there was a lot of video game references. And each section of the skit uh, started with some chiptune music. I don't say video game music because two of them weren't from video games, but they were chiptunes at least. So they sounded video game ish. They should have asked for should have been video games. Um, <laughs> and each time he'd turn to me and say, so what's this one? <laughs> and like that was excusable because like the first one was Street Fighter and it was dun 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 and like not many people know that one. No, like, that's that's a deep cut. The opening to Street Fighter, not a lot of people are going to get that one. One of them was do 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 do. Okay, and he turns to me, he's like, "So what's this?" I'm like, "You're you're joking, right?" Why does everybody pick that as the Tetris theme song? I want. Theme C. Which is the... Um, do, 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 no, that's not theme C. I'm pretty sure that's not theme C. What are the Tetris themes? Tetris theme B. Yeah, that's B. Oh, okay. Sorry. I got my B and my C confused. Tetris theme C is the... Um, yeah. It's the really weird da 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 Guess it's supposedly, according to a YouTube comment here, a Bach suite? Probably. It sounds pretty Bach-ish. Yeah. JS Bach French suite. Yeah, no, everyone uses A and B. Yeah. And why Why do you think A might be the more well-known one, Andy? Because it's selected by default. Right. So, of course, everyone knows that one. Um, 
Sorry. Okay. So, uh, other video game news. Yeah. Um, the Danish government is creating esports panel because they want to um, improve business opportunities in the Danish esports landscape. Okay. So the, the Danish Minister of Culture is saying that they are actually going to be creating a government panel to look at esports in Denmark. What are they going to do about the concept of violent esports? Well, it's okay. So the Ministry of Culture has outlined some key talking points of the panel. Uh, the building of a sustainable top-to-bottom structure for Danish esports. The strengthening of national talent development, uh, establishing a common vision of esports integrity, such as tackling toxicity, cheating, and skin gambling. Skin gambling? What the hell is skin? What is skin? Go, go, Google. Video game skin gambling is the use of virtual goods, which are mostly cosmetics, which have... Oh, loot boxes. Ah! Why didn't he say loot boxes, then? Because <laughs> loot boxes is too general. Okay. Uh, the also, develop- when I said go, go, Google, my phone came up with the Google Virtual Assistant. Let me tell you, trying to program for a Google Virtual Assistant is a bit more difficult than I originally thought. Are you trying to program for a Google Virtual Assistant? Yes, yes, I am. Oh. Trying to set up a uh, basically a virtual punch clock. So people will okay. walk in and say, you know, hey, Google, you know, clock, clock, you know, clock john in okay and google will clock john in and then you could say okay google you know john is going to lunch and it will clock you out for your lunch and you'll come back and just try and you know any any particular reason you're using google for it because i have a google home at work that's not being used for anything ah wouldn't it just be a lot easier with like some nfc tags in theory yes but I haven't ever dealt with NFC tags, and not everybody who works for us has NFC-enabled smartphones. Really? That's that's what I said, but that's the case, because I had a salesperson come in, and you're like, okay, you know, I, my, my spiel is, you know, uh, we use, you know, Google-based products in our business, so anywhere that you can log on to Gmail, you know, you can log on to your work email. And if you would like me to help you set it up on your phone, I can do that. And she pulls out an old flip phone, and I'm just like, (laughs) never mind. That's not going to work. Yep. So yes, I still know people who do not have a smartphone. It's not a jitterbug, but it's not a smartphone. (laughs) Yep. I, I experimented a little bit with NFCs where I made some tags that would like turn the heat on in the house. It's it's actually really easy. But yeah, no, the, the, if, if people had smartphones, that'd be nice. Because that way, you know, all they would have to do is just tap their phone when they come in and tap their phone when they come out. Yeah. I mean, you could also just give them, like, a really cheap NFC-enabled device. It doesn't need to be a phone. Well, yes, but then if they leave, then it's another thing that we have to get back from them. Do you know how much NFC tags cost? So what I'm what I'm saying, Andy, is instead of having them with their phones read the tag, give them tags and just have a, a station near the door that they just like tap in and tap out. Okay, not NFC, but RFID tags because we already have door sensors. Okay, I mean you can RFID. do that too. Yeah. So if I just but, put an RFID reader in the studio, they swipe to get in. Yep. And then I okay, I put it by the door at the exit. So. How much are RFID tags? Oh, cheap. I just got to get an RFID reader and just, you know, 
Because NFC tags are super cheap, too. RFID tag. I think RFID and NFC might be the same thing, Andy. RFID versus NFC. NFC is a specialized subset within the family of RFID technology. Okay. So yes, the NF- if we had NFC stuff, it could be read by an RFID reader, but if you had an RFID chip there, it might not be able to be read by an NFC reader. So it would all depend on what cards we are currently using yeah. for biz- for building access. And that would be something else I would have to look into. Yeah. Yeah, but if you want um, to do NFC stuff with your phone, just go find the NFC Tools app, and you can do pretty much whatever you want. Is my phone an NFC reader, or is it just a... It's both. Okay. It is an NFC reader and writer. So if I go to the app here, if I go to this NFC Tools, and I put my RFID card from work on my phone, do you think my phone would be able to read the card and get me the data on it? Um, The data will probably be encrypted. But at least it, it could give me a... It, it should recognize that there's a thing there. And give me some sort of identifier string. Ye, maybe? Do you want me to test? I can go test. No, we, we uh, I got... I just need like five seconds to run and grab my key card. No, I'll deal with that later. Too late, there... I'm going. Oh, but you can't go, all the plants are gonna die. You went down the rabbit hole, sir. Stupid rabbits in their holes. Approach an NFC tag. Uh, it is not picking up my keycard from work. Because the keycard's probably RFID and not NFC. Mm-hmm. But again, like you can just buy people stickers. NFC stickers are super cheap. Uh, topics. Yes. We have other topics to, to go through. Yes, we do. Um, there's another lawsuit against Fortnite about their um, dances. You can't sue... For a dance. This this is different though. Um, yeah. Uh, the uh, this this lawsuit is brought by uh, Lou Pellegrino, or sorry, not Lou Pellegrino, Leo Pellegrino. Uh-huh. Which, um, if you've seen a saxophone, basically like dancing. If you've seen a video where a saxophonist is is dancing in in the subway, most likely that's Leo. Okay, I I don't think I have, but okay. I've, it was one of the things that was, I didn't know who this guy was. And then as soon as I, you know, Googled his name, I saw multiple videos that I have seen of him show up as my YouTube viewing history. I'm like, oh, it's that guy. Okay. So I've, I've seen videos of him. I just didn't know it was him. But his lawsuit is different than the Carlton dance lawsuit because his case says that, um, it rests upon the misappropriation of his identity and likeness rather than a single dance move. So it's he's saying, you know, they basically mimicked him, <clears throat> not, nothing specific about him. They just mimicked him in general and that his moves have become inseparable from his persona and his life story. Mm, that may have some some grounding. And I could also see uh, Alfonso doing the same thing. Yes, because like of it's his... Called- the Carlton dance. Yes. Uh, according to the filing, his duck-footed dance style is a result of his unique anatomy. Because of his externally rotatable feet, he eventually developed his own unique dancing style and his signature and original movements, i.e. the signature move. As he developed his performance persona, 
he incorporated the signature move into his performances playing the saxophone. So, he, you know, he's he doesn't have a specific... Well, granted, he just has in here the signature move, but it's like, you know, you, you look at it, there's nothing, you know, one specific thing of the Fortnite dance that you go, okay, that's that's Leo, but all in all, you look at it and you're like, oh, it's that guy. <clears throat> yeah. So this it's a slightly different twist on it. I well, we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. It very well could, you know, take off. It'd be pretty cool if it does. I mean, sort of. It would change the the current lawsuits. Yes. If you start in, unless you go, you know, you stop going after a specific thing and you go after, you know, in general, a yes, a specific thing. <laughs> like, is it is it less specific or more specific? I'm not sure. Because it's not the dance, it's the person. Yes. We'll call it a lateral move in specificity. All right. Is there anything else you want to hit on here? Uh, we should definitely uh, say that we are sorry for the passing of Peter Mayhew. Yes. I don't know what would be like the appropriate... I can't do a Chewbacca growl, and I don't know if that would be the appropriate thing or not. No, my my favorite thing was um, Harrison Ford tweeted um, that uh, he loved Peter, and Peter's uh, family took his Twitter and basically made it a memorial. He responded with, we know. <laughs> oh, oh, that's that, good. That hit me while I was driving. That's, I'm like, oh. Oh. Why were you reading Twitter while you were driving? No, no, I was. It was. It was. Uh, NPR had put it on their newscast. Okay. So they were oh. talking about his passing, and they said that Harrison Ford, you know, had tweeted, and that you know the response tweet was, "We know." And I'm just like, "All right, who's cutting onions in my car?" Yeah, that's that's good. All mm-hmm. right. Thank you, Peter. Um. All right. Anything else? Not that There's I can a, think of. The, so, did you did you see the the Sonic the Hedgehog movie preview yet? No, no, I did not. But I've heard they're already going to change it because of the amount of backlash. The movie is like months out from release, and they're going to redo Sonic. Better have a good rendering engine. Yeah, <laughs> better have a bunch of good graphic artists. Yeah. It it was um it it's kind of bad. Oh, I, I don't doubt it. I'm also curious about like what, how how um, Jim Carrey is going to do. Like, has he ever been a villain? No, not he has been a villain. Has he ever been the antagonist? Because you could argue that Cable Guy, he was the protagonist. Riddler. He was the Riddler. That's true. He did a terrible job at that. <laughs> That was an awful movie, but that might not have been his fault. <laughs> he needed a he needed a decent straight man, is what it was. Yeah. Can comedians be like, villains? Yes. Have you seen Robin Williams in Insomnia in, and in um that photo booth one? I think it was was it called photo booth? I don't remember. One hour photo. That's what it is. Yeah. Robin Williams could be very creepy. Yeah. I'm I'm interested to see Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik, but look, I, I just sent you an image. Yeah, I know. That one on the left is just so wrong. That's the movie. That's so wrong. Right. The one on the left is the actual one from the movie as it stands. The one on the right is like what one artist would recommend. And that makes, you know, that, that, that makes sense. 
Yeah, yeah, it, it, it looks a lot better. It looks a lot more like Sonic. The uh, the di- the director of Detective Pikachu was like, I don't want to be in their shoes right now. Yep. That is just Cause, all. Because it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, I at this point, I can't even judge the movie because I can't get past Sonic. Yeah, because you look at the Sonic in the game and you're just like, no, there, there's been so many, ad- you know, yep. Uh, just a, a warning, because yeah. I forgot, uh, if you do any sort of Google image search for Sonic the Hedgehog, please make sure to have safe search on. Is that a thing? Really? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, it is. Oh, jeez. That's, that's a very silly question, Andy. First off, rule 34. Second off, yes, it is. <clears throat> Can't believe that's... <laughs> Yeah, I, I understand that's a thing, but still, it's... My safe search is off, and I'm still not, you know... I don't okay, know what your search good. history is, but I'm just seeing Sonic. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Makes me wonder about Dave now. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, should we hit the randoms? Yes. Uh, well, there's there's one more topic we can talk about then before we hit the randoms. Since you're you're asking about Dave, um, Pornhub would like to buy Tumblr. <laughs> so Verizon owns Tumblr, and Verizon was like, "We want to protect our image. All this porn on Tumblr, which is like the number one reason people would go to Tumblr." has to go away. Nope, nope, no more porn. It's all gone. We aren't doing this anymore. Nope, that's not what Tumblr's for. It's all gone. And people got pissed, and a lot of people left Tumblr. And so now Verizon's like, well, shit, this thing's useless. No one goes here anymore. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Uh, And so um, they they said, like, we want to sell this. Is anyone interested in buying it? And Pornhub said, yeah, we want to buy Tumblr and put porn back on it. Oh, that's f- funny. So there's there's a thing. Oh, All right, now the randoms. Okay. My random uh, review, since it's my week, is the Legrand Radiant Switch. I'm, I don't know how to officially call it, but I'm just going to call it the Switch slash Nightlight. So uh, in the past, I did a review for the Snap Power Nightlights which are the actual outlet faceplate that would snap onto your outlet and give you um, a nightlight without having to use up an outlet. Well, up in our bathroom, we have literally one outlet, Mm -hmm. and it was being used up for a nightlight. So, you know, I wanted to start using an electric toothbrush. Okay. But with the nightlight there, you know, I would have to either A, you know, unplug the nightlight to charge the, the toothbrush and, you know, keep swapping cords and that sort of stuff there. So I thought there's got to be a better way. So I thought, hey, I'll get one of these snap power things. Okay. So I take the faceplate off the, the outlet thing there, and it's a GFC outlet, and it's built somehow upside down from what snap power actually needs. So the faceplate won't work. Like, well, crap, that's not good. And then when I also when I started taking off the faceplate, I started hearing sparks from inside the junction box. <laughs> that's that's not good. No. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to touch that. Yeah. Good so, call. Right above that switch was a second switch that somebody had wired up for the exhaust fan for the bathroom. 
So one 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 thing is the light switch. The other switch is for the exhaust fan. And mm-hmm. you know, I looked at the snap power because they have snap power ones that are specifically for just regular switches. And okay. it was twenty some odd bucks. Like, well, that seems a bit silly. Twenty bucks for just that you know, thing. And then while I'm you know googling things around here, somebody points out these Legrand switches, which is a switch with a built-in nightlight, and it was like fourteen bucks. Like, whoa, this could be, you know, this could work. So it's it's a it's a it's a rocker switch and it's got a built-in nightlight, which actually has uh different intensity levels as well. The nightlight. The nightlight, yes. Cool. So I just, you know, I killed the power to the switch, you know. Pulled out the, the old switch, tied in the new switch, put it back in the wall, put a different faceplate on it because I'm going from a little tiny switch to a big panel there. And for 15 bucks plus the faceplate, you know, I had a new switch with its own nightlight. Neat. Easy to install? Yeah. I just, you know, I because the, the switch was already there with its, you know, screws in place. So I just unscrewed that. And then the, the instructions said, okay, you know, here's your hot, here's your neutral, here's your ground. And I just put those on the switch again. And then I um, I screwed it back in and I put it back in the junction box and put the new faceplate on it. So it's the, the switches, you know, were kind of really easy to replace. So it, you know, pulled it out, put it in there, put the thing on there, and we're good to go. Neat. Now, um, the problem with this switch is the fact that uh, some uh, LED lights will not work well with the nightlight because the, it, we found this out with one of our lights here. So we, we tried to replace one of our outdoor lights with an LED, and we've got one of the switches that's got an internal light on it. And, yeah, it kept on sending a signal still down the line to the LED light. So the LED light, even though it was off, was still slightly flickering. So, you know... That's one of the things. Plus, you'll need to have three wires coming in. You'll need uh, a hot, a neutral, and a ground. So if your switch is only, you know, some people have switches on just the hot, and the neutral and ground will, you know, be somewhere else, then you'll actually yep. will have to splice in the neutral and the ground into the switch itself. At which point, get an electrician. Yes. Like, don't don't try to do that yourself. But Unless I, you, you know, I pulled it out. I open, you know, and make sure if you ever do anything with electricity, turn off the circuit breaker. Yes. Don't be a, yes. don't be, yeah, don't. 120 volts is not a fun thing to stumble upon as I have done multiple times at work. 120 volts and how many amps? Uh, 15 amps. Yeah. How many amps does it take to, you know, kill you? Uh, less than one. Right. So like... Please be careful and yeah. turn off your electricity yes. before doing anything like this. Yes. So that's you know it's it was it was another option out there outside of these you know little panels, especially since you have some some of our things here they don't actually have any junction box in the wall. So trying to fit these outlet plates over them won't work, but, you know, they also make these with regular outlets that have night lights on them, too. So it has two regular three-prong outlets, and then the middle are two or one or two night lights in the middle. So you could also do that. You don't need a, you know, a switch, but you could do an actual outlet wall as well. So it gives you more, it gives you another option. Mm-hmm. So... We've been using it now for a couple of weeks, and, you know, it, it, it's got plenty of light. 
And, you know, the nightlight automatically turns off, you know, once it senses light. So as soon as, you know, the nightlight's on, as soon as you get into the bathroom, you turn on the, the bathroom light and the nightlight turns off. You turn off the bathroom light. A couple of seconds later, the nightlight will pop on. So That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, you know, it's the one caveat I have is the fact that it feels like the actual switch part of it needs to be backwards. Because I have to hit the... Um, the down part of the rocker switch to actually turn it on. And I feel like most of the time you, sh- it feels like you should hit the upper part of the rocker switch to turn it on. But I don't know. I didn't design it. That's that's my one caveat. Is it, it just I feel like the rocker switch needs to be backwards. But you kind of can't. But it is not. It is not. So if if you need night lights, there are things out there outside of these little pop in faceplates. Things are getting more and more impressive. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's my random review. Any questions? Nope. Um, you can buy them online. I got mine at Menards. Uh, I'm not sure if Lowe's or Home Depot has them, but you could also just order it from the manufacturer as well. You so, said it was like 14 bucks. Yes. Yeah, it's not bad. Nope. But yeah, no, if you, if, if you don't know what you're doing electricity-wise, then you'd have to pay for an electrician to install it. Then it would kind of be a little bit higher. So, but, you know, it, it was literally, you know, turn off the circuit breaker, remove the panel, remove the switch, un- unscrew three screws, screw three screws, put it back in there, put the new faceplate on, turn the circuit breaker back on, and it was done. Got, you know, took me 20 minutes. So, all right, random topic rolled ahead of time do you like my hat i am a man of many hats some of them kate did not like and i don't know actually where those hats are they probably uh disappeared in the move from the apartment to here never mind they're in the hulk closet it's like i know where it is yeah they're uh, i you know i've got you know my my uh my summer newsboy hat. I've got my baseball cap. I've got my winter newsboy hat. That's in the family tartan. I, I I've got like my stocking hats. cap. I've got my green your, your newsboy Waldo hat. Cap. Yep, my Waldo hat. Yes, I have that as well. I like hats. I've got a uh, fedora that I got from uh, Black Dragon and Death Kitten. <laughs> That's some old names right there. Yeah, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. I've got my Indiana Jones hat. So I like hats. I have all of my my winterish hats and I've got my uh, you they're not quite the, the newsboy hats they're I, I think they're more referred to as like taxi cab hats oh the flat caps what is it they're ascots I thought ascots, I have an ascot I thought ascots were the ties uh, maybe ascot oh hat. okay ascot caps are like the my flat caps but they're harder. It, it is definitely harder. Yes. Yeah. It it maintains its shape. You, I, my, my, man, my flat cap is, you know, that yours, is, yours is like a flat cap, but like looks like a mushroom top. Sure. Ish. Not really. Hmm. Now, would you wear your ascot cap with an ascot? I feel like that would be. I I probably would not wear an ascot. I feel like the ascot the cap. cap seems to be uh, kind of a dress down, and the ascot itself seems to be kind of a dress up, and it feels like I mean, the two the, of them will not The match. ascot itself seems to be, like, ridiculous and weird. Yes, yes, it does. Hmm. So, yep. I like how people also call them my old man hats. I mean, they, they kind of are. Yeah, so. All right, well. Well, on that news, that... it's already after one o'clock, so I have to skedaddle. Yep, you gotta get out of here. I gotta go. So, uh, that's a wrap. Bye, Andy.
This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you.